0: You want your business to succeed. Technology can get you there. Let's throw open the IT closet door and explore how technology is impacting your goals. Join us on Business Plus Tech Equals Success with your host, CEO of Sabino CompTech and industry unicorn, Nancy Sabino. everyone, thank you so much for joining me yet again and today I am super excited because I am here with a really good friend, a mentor of uh, since the moment that we met I feel like he has become a great mentor to me um, and so to be able to discuss tech and business at the same time, which is what we always do naturally uh but for you guys to hear or to listen in on our conversation is a I'm just so excited about it. So without further ado, Myron, if you will please introduce yourself.
1: Oh, absolutely. Thank you for that. Uh, I f- <laughs> How do I follow up on that? But <laughs> <laughs> um my name is Myron Herrera. I'm the CEO of Synetec Solutions and uh Greenlink Networks. Uh, CineTech is a MSP uh, based out of Dallas, Texas, and uh, Greenlink is a voice over IP company also based out of uh, Dallas.
0: Out of Dallas. Well, uh, I don't know if our listeners know, but I'm based in Houston, so I know that we're in competitive cities.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we're close enough. I mean, we're close, but, you know, I wouldn't say competitive.
0: Well, when it comes to all the sports stuff that I never really listen to or know about.
1: But yeah <laughs> but I know well, that there's a
0: lot of smack that's talked. <laughs> well, that,
1: that's for sure we can do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't know how to do that because I don't listen to sports. But either way, all I know is that Houston is better. So we can leave it at that. You can argue it if you want. Or we could just move on. <laughs>
1: right, let's move on.
0: All right. (laughs) No throwdowns here. (laughs) Well, so this episode, I wanted to talk about your structure within your business and how the structure of your technology within your business is yet another component that can either make it or break it. So we've talked about the base, we've talked about the foundation, and now this is another foundational aspect to your technology as well as in your business that can actually make a difference whether you will actually succeed in your business or whether it will crumble. So that's what I brought Myron in to talk about because as I was saying, he's a mentor of mine. And so if anyone is going to be able to give us some insight and some great tips on any of this, it will be Myron. So what do you consider to be the key structural technology items for any business?
1: Yeah. So I'll, I'll tell you, I'm good with stories. And those that know me know that I have a lot of stories. Um
0: and by the way uh before you continue um those that know you also listen to IT for Whiskey podcast. <laughs> yes. Um so it's out there as well uh and that's how we met so
1: Yes, yes. I I also do a podcast called IT for Whiskey. Um but so the the we have a client uh in New York um that is in the uh laundry business and uh it's large Industrial uh, laundry, right? So, but not specifically them, but the, the laundry industry in itself, they focus so much on the production of the laundry, and they forget about the fundamental business processes and the the needs of the business. So things like your 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 base, your your CRM, you know, having a good, um, you know. Uh, uh, accounting system or or things of that nature they they forget about that so when you 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 mention that the first thing that comes to mind is you know you got to make sure that fundamentally you have that technology in place that crm so that way your sales teams or your or your marketing team is being able to uh get the message out and you know ma- make a brand for you um, you got to make sure that you're documenting whatever, you know, it doesn't matter what industry you're in, that you're documenting your your business, uh, you know, processes, right? So things of that nature. I think that those are the 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 base things that if you, it doesn't matter if you're healthcare, if you're in, you know, um, laundry, if you're in the, uh, you know, an attorney, it doesn't matter. You need these things, right? So that, that to me-
0: I'm over here wiggling with excitement because you said documentation, documenting, and that's something in the previous episodes, if you haven't heard them, go back and listen. But that's one thing that I talked about with Angel was documentation. That is so important. Um, And then one other thought that I had to what you were saying was um, the previous episode to this one, episode two, um, Tara talked about how if you don't have those, um, if you don't have the systems to support the the structural items that you need for your business, that's going to be a problem. So yep. you have to make sure that your CRM and your yep. um, all your software that you're going to use is is in a stable environment.
1: Absolutely. So so the alternative is that they're doing it manually, right? And mm-hmm. you can only scale so much if you're doing manually. Right, and this goes all the way to accounting. If you talk about, you know, your accounting processes as you as your business grows, you need to put these processes, the documentation of how these processes are going, and streamline them as much as you can with technology. So you can only scale so much by doing man, because it can't be that you're adding another person and another person and another person to just, you know, you know, get this task done. There has to be a way to streamline that uh, through business processes. So. Um, that I think is probably if I look at you know it, we have hundreds of customers, you know it that's the the biggest struggle. Those that are succeeding have taken a very strong focus on getting those things done, and those that are struggling to to grow is because they they are staying with the old manual away um, and that that's a big deal.
0: Oh, for sure. That's, um, I can't tell you how many times we walk into a client and you can tell me if if this happens to you guys as well, where we're onboarding and we ask, where's your documentation for everything that we're going to take over? And it's like, no, I don't know. I don't know where it is. I don't know what we have. And we have to take the time to figure that out and to document it for them at that point in time. Which takes away from the moving forward of the the onboarding process.
1: Yeah, well, talking about onboarding, I mean, you know, that's where you really tell the difference between a a those that fake it that they're a, a true IT company and those that are. Um, best in class, right? Those that get awards and stuff like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? Oh, we we just both happen <clears> to be <throat> on a certain list. <laughs>
1: yes, yes, yeah. Uh, but that that's where you really can tell the difference, is right? Those that are focused on trying to uh, get the the documentation done correctly, to understand the business processes, and to you know um, improve the way that IT is being handled as a as a whole. So um yeah that's that's a big deal
0: agreed um so as a serial entrepreneur what are some of the structural decisions that you made to support your business
1: wow that's a loaded question (laughs) Um,
0: we can do do the the technical (laughs) aspects
1: well i guess
0: besides documentation because you've given that one already
1: yeah well so when we started cinetech um we it, it and you grow with your with your experience right so your know, your experience grows with time uh when we started cinetech and this is you know early 04 um we were just trying to make it happen however we could uh, but as we grew we saw the areas that we truly struggled with and some of those areas are the 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 being able to so one of one of the structural you know if you look at like pillars one you know the strong pillar that you need is the sales and marketing and that has to be working on the syntech side that's that was a massive struggle, so when we looked at GreenLink, you know, and we looked at how do we structure the sales for GreenLink, you know, that that brought the 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 ideas of the you know using the the GreenLink partner network. Right. So we, we focused ourselves as being a partner business that, um, that allowed sales to, to come through our, our partner network. Um, so if you look at structural problems, you know, if I'm understanding the question correctly, that that's you know one of the main pillars that you gotta get correctly. the, the second one I would say is your finance. One of the things that I struggled with at the early stage is with the finance side. Um, I'm not a finance person and and nobody on my staff was was a big finance. person. yeah, we have a bookkeeper, you know, but there's only so far that that person can take it. So aligning yourself with, um, you know, with with a good CPA, a good accounting, you know, those are the those are the key things. Um, And then again, simplifying with processes, your 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 um your data entry to you know for accounting and and things of that nature like for for us we have a lot of expenses uh with the travel we do a lot of events and things like that so all all of our staff have you know business credit cards and things of that nature so being able to have a a solution in place that allows us to uh enter those uh expenses and it not being a manual process you know we have i have a client that's close to 300 million dollars and they enter everybody's expenses manually you know there's a manual person that's putting it in there when there's technology out there that you can use that'll simplify the whole thing and put it into your gl you -hmm. know in the right categories and everything else with exceptions and you know and approval processes and all those things so you know really look at technology how do you you know yeah you
0: you noticed i was going to interrupt you there i was (laughs) like wait that's that's where um And now I forgot what I was going to say. (laughs) (laughs) No,
1: but that's the burden. That's the burden that I think when you're a small business, um, you know, and it it applies, like what I keep saying, it applies to all. There was somebody that to me is a mentor to me that said to me once, you and I have the same problems. The difference with my problems is I have a lot more zeros to it, but it's the same problems, right? So um, the issues that 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 large organization has are going to be the same issues that a small business. They just aren't they haven't been compounded yet. So, you know, if you take care of those those things from the beginning, it'll help you scale faster. And that's that's what I'm the point I'm trying to get to. Yeah.
0: Yeah, which that makes sense. And I think a lot of businesses don't realize that this is the moment where technology can step in. And um it's not about um the technology itself, but what it can do and how much time it can actually save you, um, especially it, nowadays with automation and um other tools that can be basically integrated, and then more automations created on top of that
1: absolutely and
0: absolutely. you can save I, if you've got one person that is Doing nothing but data entry that this software can then take over and do it by itself automatically, you're saving a ton of time.
1: So uh, I'll give. We had a we, you know, you know, we have a development team, and um, we had a client that had two people that had to consolidate the the invoices for customers that were spread out through their different facilities because each facility invoices separately. They were spending, I think it was like 80 hours, each person a month consolidating these invoices to then provide the customer with a single invoice. We came in and we custom developed that tool that actually migrated the invoices and then presented that um, consolidated invoice. Well, the process went from 160 hours because it was two people to four hours one person and not only that but they realized that there was constant data entry issues and their you know their bottom line grew because they were mis invoicing people and they were missed they were losing money so it, you know you got to find technology and how to simplify the things that you do it it's whoever th- this day is running a business and thinks that they don't need technology to run it's it's just a matter of time that they're going to run out of business. Mhm.
0: That's I've been saying that that's one of the reasons why I started this podcast because it's true. Um in the example that you were given that there's multiple losses within that. So there's um or gains I should say. Yeah. When you start to use technology in that way, when you yeah. start to actually implement it and use it to run your business then you're talking about being able to save on payroll Um, you're talking about being able to save on human mistakes and errors you're talking about the increase of production Um, so to me that's all gains 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 yeah
1: for, for for this customer it it turned out to be well we had to add a third person because we were running out of time right and now they don't have to add the third person and the two people that they have now are are um, first, they're enjoying their job a lot more. And second, you know, because there's that piece. Uh, the second piece is that they're able to take on more business and they're able to also because it's a, you know, billing, you know, collections kind of department. It allows them to have more time to make sure that customers are paying on time and things of that nature. So it. It just transformed everything and the ROI was like six, you know, less than six months. So you you gotta look at things and say, how much is this gonna cost me, regardless of which area of the business it is? How do I automate this and make it more um, bulletproof? And you know, is there an ROI at the end? And if mm-hmm. if <clears throat> excuse me, if there, there is an ROI, then it's pretty simple. Just pull the trigger. <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, That's for sure. I'm going to toot my own horn and say that there's a a law firm here in Houston that we um, took over and they were a little outdated in their technology when we first took over and we completely redid everything. Uh, We put in systems and processes in place. We added in um, automation for their technology and so on and so forth. And this ended up being a, um, a award-winning case study for us because of how much more they gained in their business. And that was a cool feeling to me. It's like, that's, that's why I'm in business because to get results like that for other business owners and for their employees, and you touched on the morale aspect, which is an ongoing theme with technology and business, Morale is one of the things that it affects the most. Yeah,
1: for sure. And, and people think that, you know, people are afraid of change as a, as a, as a human trait, right? Um, and when you bring in technology, that means that they're, they're, their lifehood or the way that they're, they're going to do their work is going to change. And that becomes a big problem. Um, but the reality is that if you embrace that change and it's all for the better, you know, nine out of ten times, it's, it's going to be a good result um and and businesses again don't take that you know as serious as they should you know especially the small business the small business things i could do that later we can do that later right now i got to focus on on this but the reality is you need to split up your day and say i'm going to focus you know 30 40% of the time at, you know to try to improve the business right and they we always say that in the in the msp you know work you know on the business, not in the business, you know what I mean? So same thing, you know, but you, you got to take that time to, to focus on, okay, how are we doing these things today and how can we improve it for tomorrow? And that goes, and you go department by department, the department, and then once you've done that, you go through it all over again. And I'm, and when I talk about departments, it can still be a company of one, but there's those departments still exist. So, you know, that, that's, that's the way I see it. And that's how we've been able to grow.
0: That's awesome. And that's the that, that's um those are also all the things that you've told me. So I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, so, okay, but now I want to get down to like the the stuff that you don't tell anybody. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> tell us your secrets. No. what are some of the mistakes that you think business owners make when they're deciding about? um like what structures they need to put in place uh what pillars they need to focus on what um where to invest some of their technology dollars um what are some of the mistakes they make when making those uh decisions especially when they don't have a technical background like us
1: yeah well i mean the 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 important thing is you you need to you need to align yourself. I talked about it with finance, right? You got to align yourself with a good accounting firm or a good CPA. The same thing applies for um, IT, you know. And and the Joe, my my host's uh, you know buddy and friend, uh, he he has this saying that he says that. Wait! Shout IT, out to Joe. Yeah, shout out to <laughs> Joe. IT is to um, uh, what's the. He's going to kill me now because I can't get it right.
0: Okay, Uh, we take our shout out back. Let's just edit this out. No,
1: No, but the point is that, you know, having IT in-house is pretty much dead. You know, I'm going to go out and say it, right?
0: That's a huge statement.
1: It's pretty much dead. (laughs) IT is to businesses how lawyers are to businesses these days. Who hires a lawyer anymore? Nobody hires a lawyer. They have a law firm. Right? Mm-hmm. IT is the same thing. You need to have a managed service provider. He says it differently, but that's the point.
0: <laughs> um, well, okay, you, you, br- bringing the shout out back to Joe, and right. hopefully, Myron did you justice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that's the point. The point is that you need to align yourself with a good managed service provider so that's going to take care of your, your, your IT sides, and they're going to be that trusted advisor that's going to sit at the table with the business owner or with the executive team and, and be a part of that decision-making for the decision process of the business. That's the only way. Once you do that, you know, things start to connect because there's a lot of things that without that person there, as a business owner, you're going to make the mistake of trying to make decisions without knowing the, how quickly or how easily technology can fix that. And that's really, I guess, the, going back to the question, that's, that's really the, the, the piece there. B- businesses make the mistake of saying, I don't need to have the IT person here. I can make these decisions without me. You know, And you won't make legal decisions without uh, uh, legal advice. You won't make a financial decision without talking to your accounting firm. Don't make IT decisions without the IT person there.
0: Yeah, so you won't buy an insurance policy with first talking to your insurance agent. That's right.
1: That's right. So it's that, that to me is the key, the key to it.
0: And that's a good, a good key for sure. Because I mean, I'm I'm sitting here like, I can't tell you how many times we have walked into a place and the, we're having to clean up the decisions that the owner made and it hurts because that's money that was lost. Um, and also having to say, you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, you know, so it's an awkward conversation on top of it, it just hurting the fact that you've you've literally cost yourself money and all you had to do was give us a call.
1: <laughs> so I I, uh, I have a I had a customer. Um they 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 sold and they're they're no, they're now a different business, but and they're no longer a customer. But when we came on board, we were going through the this their Proposal of the managed services. They were also at the same time negotiating their wide area network with their internet provider, whoever they were. And I said, I strongly suggest do not sign the ISP contract until you have picked your MSP, so that your MSP can strongly look at what they're offering and make sure that that's in your best interest, right? Well they signed the internet contract a day before they signed it us as a managed service provider and when i saw the contract we could have saved them more than 70 percent of what they were paying and i'm talking about i'm talking about you know this is the you know i think they had like seven locations you know 500 employees or whatever so it was big money you know and i'm like now you got to live with it for three years you know
0: Ugh. And those and it are was the mistakes. Term. <laughs> those
1: are the mistakes. Don't don't make mis- Don't make technology decisions without a technology person, um, uh, on on your, uh, you know, as part of your team. So,
0: and with that, yeah. I'll I'll add, because you like stories. So I'll add a story of my own, which is um, a client that they had an in-house person, and um, it got. <laughs> It got to the point. Hey, keep your comments. No,
1: <laughs> you told me to be raw. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, so they they had this person. They had had this person for uh, about five years, and in those five years, this in house tech was buying a server or two, um, sometimes up to four servers every two to three years yeah and we were like why what are you doing i mean this was this was not a very big company um i would say at a at any given point in time they were between 30 and 50 people and i'm sorry but you don't need that many servers on You know, in that rotation, that was just absolutely nuts. And what it turned out to be was their equipment that they paid for was being used to host other businesses. Oh, my God. And on top of that, they were essentially, instead of fixing problems, they were then creating just more servers. Um, So they would just start up virtual servers. And so it was like, I, I, if you don't, it's not just about having a technical person to help you, but it's having the right technical person in the right seat. So yeah. you need someone at the C level, at the ownership level to help you make these decisions. Absolutely. Even if you decide you want to keep your in-house person, because if you don't understand what they are doing, you yeah. could be being taken advantage of. And those are the those those are the bad stories Absolutely.
1: Um, again those but are they, the mistakes they, that are made they they i you know, there's a whole chest of stories of those it <laughs> it it happens so often and the problem the the big thing is the the you know managed services is the way it's formulated is it's great because you know you are in line you have the same interests as the executive team or the owner of the business right we we have a set price for the most part right and you you don't want them to have too many problems because that means that you have to service them a lot more and, and you make less money off of the customer right so it's in your best interest that they are you know at the in with the best technology and in that it's peak working correctly, absolutely right? which means that then they can perform their job and grow so yep. we're aligned right when you have an in, in-house person that person's expecting their paycheck regardless they just fix whatever they need to fix just to stay you know to to stay afloat. they you know they can't um take on all of the responsibility because that's the other thing the responsibilities of an i t person is now no longer just a one person job you mm-hmm. have cyber security you have you know network you have you know whether it's uh compliance issues you have all you know you have you know security like patches I mean, your and basic things,
0: maintenance
1: and your basic maintenance stuff you you have all these things that one person cannot have a vast um you know, uh, you can, you can have, but they're, they're, they're far, f- you know, far few that can do it. Most of the time, you know, you need systems, you know, from a managed service provider, you have these systems in place that make this stuff more automated. Whereas typically you go to a business that has an IT person and they're it, there is nothing else,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: and then you need to, you know, so we talk about professionalizing IT. I know you have your, your, some slogans yourself, but we talk about professionalizing IT. And the, the reason we talk about that is because we make sure that the best business processes that are put in place for IT, the, the best thing, you know, um, best practices, we talk about, you know, how are the backups being done? How is your spam? How is your cybersecurity, your firewalls, you know, and we're making sure that your networks are set up correctly because one person is not, there's, you tell me there's one person on on staff, and 98% of the time, it means that something is missing. There's a risk somewhere. Somebody's not checking the backups, patches are not being put in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the firewall is not up to date. There's something that's oh, not yeah. being done, and that's how you're gonna get, you know, ransomware. That's how you're gonna get, you know, your files are gonna get deleted by mistake, and you're not gonna have a backup. That's how you cause, you know, havoc. So sometimes. You know
0: Yeah. let alone but, being there for your users whenever they run into any issues
1: absolutely <laughs> it's the, and
0: and for some reason uh you know that's one thing that's like and what happened in this case was um the end users were at the bottom of this person's list and so it was like you know i need a software installed or anything like that and now their their work was being held back because of that fact yeah so yeah. It puts a a block on production as a whole. Yeah,
1: Mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Man, I mean, and that's, that one was really good. I really enjoyed that one because it's so true. I'm like, oh, it's so painful to see that happen. And it's not just um, in-house, but also for smaller companies and still some larger companies decide we have a tech savvy person in the office and we'll just hire someone to come in whenever we have a problem. Yeah. And I'm like, why do you want to wait till you have a problem? <laughs>
1: that's right. That's right. No, it's um, there's, there's a person named Dave that, that works with us um, uh, indirectly, but um, he would, you know, we've, we have a couple of co- uh, customers in, in, in common and things and it's, he's always says, Oh, same thing. We've got another customer. That's same problem. You know, they they have an IT person and staff or whatever, and it just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. So it's a struggle.
0: Oh yeah. So business owners out there listening, really yes. think about this. Avoid yes. some mistakes. Um, avoid giving us some headaches.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, at the at the end, of, <laughs> yeah, headaches. Um, at the end of the day, you know it pricing and again i I don't know I don't know your pricing and anything like that and I'm not talking pricing directly but I mean prices is it's managed service pricing is set up as a scale and it it's less expensive than doing it yourself right and doing it yourself is hiring that i t person and having and then paying for a ticketing tool because you know another thing you walk into a lot is that they don't even have a ticketing tool they they you they can't they don't show you how what kind of issues they've had in the last six months because they Mm -hmm. don't have it documented. So, you know, as an example, you have a a problem with a copier just to, or a internet provider, and you don't have good documentation, going back to documentation, Mm -hmm. of how many times you had issues with that provider. How are you going to really determine whether they're, whether they're, you should be renewing with them, or even if you should be going at them and saying, you know, okay, we need to rectify this issue because there's no documentation so um you know managed service is built to scale one person all the way to you know i've seen accounts of you know 1200 users so it it's built for that um people business owners that are listening you know I'm telling you, you got to do it
0: <laughs> <laughs> for sure. It's it's the, the metrics that are involved with determining how successful your IT is, which then equals your business success. Yep. All of that goes into play. That is not, um, it's not provided to the business owners and therefore they're not able to make good, solid, knowledgeable decisions because you don't know. And if you don't know what's happening, then how are you going to solve these problems?
1: Yeah, And and when you're looking for an IT person or a, a managed service provider, specifically a managed service provider, make sure you find somebody that speaks English, not techie, <laughs> right? So I know Nancy is one of those that speaks English, and that's important because...
0: espanol know, también.
1: That's right. <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> see sí, español también uh <laughs> so the the important the, the why is that important because you as a business owner you may not understand the technology so uh you don't need the lingo you need the you need somebody to explain it to you in plain english um, uh, and i, it's I like ext-
0: to say it's a translation Absolutely. Um, you, Absolutely. You, know, you may not need it explained you need it translated
1: that's right that's right and, and i, I you know, we we have a we have a good friend that was a client of mine. She now moved down to a new business that she's she's uh, started to work for. And you know, she called me recently, and she's like, "I need you because I'm not understanding what my IT team is telling me." <laughs> but that's 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 what it comes down to, you know. And 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 that creates fear. That mm-hmm. that lingo, that that techie talk, creates fear, and that's what a lot of the IT providers that are not that great and those IT people, um, they hold on to because that's how they secure themselves through fear. That's not that's not cool, you know?
0: Yeah, oh, for sure. That's that's actually gonna be another episode of um, Business Plus Tech Equals Success. Um, maybe I'll ask you back for that, yeah. are you open for that? Always open. Always open. Awesome, because it, um, it is about scary stories um, when it comes to the IT world and how the tactics that are used to take advantage of people, um, essentially speaking. So, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in another episode.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: so stay sure. tuned. Yeah. Um, well, I think we are pretty close to the hour, if not wow. already there. But before we go, I did have one more question for you. Yeah. What advice would you give your younger self? that was just starting your business if you knew then what owner. you know now <laughs> yeah as a
1: business owner i would say don't be afraid don't be afraid you know wh- one of the things that hold people back is their 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 fear um, you know you you definitely have to um do your research and make sure that whatever decisions you're making you you've you've educated yourself on but don't be afraid if you have done research and you, and you and you, feel it's the right thing, do it. Because at the end of the day, you're gonna either spend your whole life regretting later that you didn't do it, or you go ahead, do it, fail at it, and either bounce back because you, you realize just as quickly as you make the decision, you also make that decision to stop that that direction. Um, so be a little bit nimble and don't be afraid to make those decisions to kind of drive you forward. Um, and that and that goes at every level. I mean, I, I deal I deal with fear today. You know, we're we're as you know, I was talking we're through going through some stuff now in terms of growth, and there's some fears. But I have to be um, uh, do my homework on what it is that I'm we're doing, get educated on it, and make sure that we're making the right decisions and move forward. Don't be afraid uh if you're gonna be in business if you're gonna you know own a business, that is gonna be a daily a daily tack you know tackle
0: so oh yes, well, good advice for sure cool. uh, don't be afraid, take risks but educated for, risks. for angel's sake, yeah for angel's sake i'm gonna say educated risks no, that's I tend how it's to supposed just. To be take the risks and angels, the educated part for sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, you gotta, you gotta do your homework. You gotta, you gotta make sure that it's a, you know, you know, even to an educated guess, right? Cause there's gonna be a point. You just gotta make it, you know, you, you, you do as best as you can to make an educated decision, but, but make a decision. Don't, don't hold yourself back. Uh, businesses hold themselves back so much. Uh, what is it? And, um, and-
0: analysis paralysis.
1: Yes absolutely yeah absolutely
0: oftentimes uh, that's fear and it keeps you in that education loop i need yeah. to know more i need to learn yeah. more and it's like just yeah. buy the tv already that's i'm talking right. personal obviously yeah yeah
1: yeah <laughs> no absolutely it, it 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 it's you know and the more you automate or, or put processes in place um you know you're thinking about scaling you're thinking about growth if you're doing a manual and there's no process no documentation you're going to be stuck in that process and that document you know in in that sense where you are you're going to be stuck there you have to create create processes create documentation find ways using technology to mm-hmm. automate your business uh, or, or streamline your business and that's going to help you grow so those, those are those are my that's what I live by um, and and the more we do that the more we grow
0: that's awesome. Well, thank you very much for that advice. And I'm going to add some advice of my own, which is to find mentors in your industry, out of your industry. Mentors will make a huge difference for you personally, for your personal development, as well as your business development and your business growth. So that's what I'm going to add to it. Thank you again, Myron, for being here. Absolutely. And, thank um, you for having You'll be back again for another episode for sure. Um, and not too long because uh, I wanted to get out the scary stories for Halloween. So we'll oh, see. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> Thank you. Okay.
0: Thank you, guys. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for spending this time with me and my guest. I hope you were able to get some juicy, helpful tips or some nuggets that got you thinking. If you want to connect in between episodes, visit my website, nancysabino.com. Follow me at Nancy Sabino, S-E-T, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and of course, Nancy Sabino on LinkedIn. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. See you next time.